1: slash drinking bros and use the promo code drinking bros to secure your deposit bonus up to one thousand dollars bet anything anytime anywhere with my bookie that is is slash drinking bros what is up guys welcome back to the drinking bros sports baseball show i am your host rob fox and i am joined as always by dan holloway how are you doing dan good just doing a little texting
0: thanks for asking i
1: well i care about you
0: Sweet. I had some blood removed from my body this morning, so I'm feeling pretty good.
1: Nice. Are you? Did you supplement that with a drink?
0: No, no. Not yet. Uh, uh, just weed so far, but we'll get there. That's good enough. As long as I've you- got shit to do today. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, well, that's not gonna stop me from drinking. I'm just saying. Yeah. That that was those were this is not sequitur. I was just splurting. I've uh, what is that stupid shit where you just yell things? Tourette's, yeah, Tourette's. Okay, that's it. Jack has Tourette's.
1: Jack Mandeville, yeah, that I kind of buy that, uh, but not
0: that kind. Apparently, there's multiple kinds of Tourette's.
1: Yeah, like in the South Park episode where they had like one girl like <laughs> snaps and rolls her head. Oh no, there's
0: some parts that are that aren't like you don't just do random bullshit at all. Uh, I guess I don't know. I don't really care. Fuck him.
1: Yeah, that's not what's important. No, what's important today is that um, some pretty sad news broke in the baseball world. Ben, Zover, uh, ben Zobrist, the former Chicago Cub and 2016 World Series MVP, <coughs> maybe the greatest like, kind of super utility player in Major League Baseball history. Like you could maybe. Him, you could put him anywhere. Yeah. And he, he's a 40 war, play, uh, war player, I think 44. Which, Career. Yeah, for a guy who's like a kind of super utility type guy. I mean, that's pretty fucking good. Yeah.
0: Um, <clears throat> two world, two world series champions, uh, yes. championships rather.
1: The, neither the Cubs, and even though he didn't win the MVP for the Royals, mm-hmm. neither the Cubs nor the Royals would have won the World Series without him.
0: Certainly not. No, he's he's certainly uh, a good player.
1: Yeah. Uh, don't worry. By the <laughs> way, I haven't broken any. Ben Zobrist isn't dead, except maybe on the inside.
0: <laughs> Probably a little bit dead on the inside.
1: Yeah. Uh, ben Zobrist got absolutely and literally. Fucked over by his wife and his pastor slash marriage counselor, Mm. who it turns out was fucking his wife. Yeah, for over a year.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a weird story.
1: This story, like every detail of it, it just gets like worse and worse, but also kind of like funnier and funnier, right? Um, Which happens a lot. Mm -hmm. I feel like. Uh, So essentially, the deal is. Zobrist and his wife are uh, very Christian. Uh, I don't know if they're evangelical or, or what. Um, not Catholic, obviously, since their pastor was banging his wife. Uh, yeah, I
0: mean, if it would have been banging his kid if it was a Catholic pastor. Yeah. Priest, whatever the fuck they're called.
1: Right, 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 right. So definitely not Catholic. Uh, but anyway, Zobrist's pastor, uh, Byron Yawn, uh,
0: how do you get cucked by a dude named Byron? Yeah. Are you I, fucking kidding me?
1: Byron Yawn is like uh like a Star Wars character everyone hates. And gets wow. like murdered in the first kind of like five yeah. minutes of the of the prequel movie or something. But yeah, cucked by a guy named Byron. That's uh, unfortunate. Actually, I feel like being cucked by a guy named Byron, pretty common and respectable in like Victorian England.
0: Yeah, not not today, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you expect to get cucked by a dude named Kyle now, I guess. <laughs> Maybe in Jacksonville
1: at one point in time.
0: Jack, why Jacksonville?
1: Byron Leftwich.
0: Mm. Did he cuck a lot of people?
1: Gotta think. Gotta imagine, right?
0: I don't know. He seemed like a relatively respectable young man.
1: Maybe he did it on accident. Like, didn't know that the, that's true. they were married, didn't care. Not his yeah. problem.
0: I mean, it isn't his problem. <laughs> frankly.
1: This kind of was Byron's <laughs> problem, though. Because Byron was there. Faith leader and also their marriage counselor. He he was their counselor before, like leading up to the marriage, like making sure they were good with God and each other and all that stuff. During their marriage, for both good times and then later, especially for the bad times, like when they were hitting rough patches, Byron was the one seeing them both both through it or whatever. Uh, That'd be Ben Zobrist and his wife Juliana, and uh, yeah, he counseled them and tried to fix their marriage while he was fucking Juliana Zobra.
0: This actually is the premise for a show that Jared and I wanted to make where I am. It's kind of like nurse Jackie or something like that, where it's a healthcare professional. That's a total piece of shit. Yeah. But instead it's me. I'm a psychiatrist and I'm just using everything I'm hearing in confidence against people. For my own benefit, so it's basically like if Dennis Reynolds from "It's Always Sunny" was a fucking psychiatrist, that is, but much smarter yeah. and not not inept as I, he is.
1: I have a little bit of terrible news for you. That show's about to come out.
0: Oh, really? I mean, that's not terrible news. Yeah. I want to watch that. Yeah. The, the only reason I wanted to make it because is because I think it's so fucking yeah. funny. So,
1: starring uh, Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell.
0: Uh, hopefully it's good. It looks, I mean, I love I love both of those guys, but I mean, they've you know they've gotten. That whole fucking uh, Apatow gang has gone severely yeah. downhill recently. Like, This is 40 isn't recent, but it's one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life.
1: <laughs> this one, I don't know who wrote it, who's <clears throat> directing it or anything. It's a miniseries on Apple TV. It's, a, it's based on a podcast where literally, like, a, a, a therapist did that to his patients. And Paul Rudd's, like, the uh, good-looking sociopath. Mm-hmm. And Will Ferrell's, like, the moron patient he had that he just kept, like... Now, is this a movie or a TV show? It's a miniseries. Mm-hmm. On Apple TV, uh, trailer's out now. It's, it looks really good. But hold um, on,
0: what's it called? Uh, the Shrink Next yeah. Door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I, I, love that somebody's making this. I also love that these two people specifically are involved. I really hope it's good because I like both of them as, an, as actors. And I also, obviously, Jared and I talked about this two years ago doing this show. So I'm into it. I don't care if whenever I'm, whenever I have an idea. I don't give a fuck if it's me doing it or not. As long as it gets done. I have ideas that I want to see. Yeah. That's it. So they've just saved me a lot of work. And also, they're, <laughs> they're way better at writing and acting than I am. So that, that all works. Fair enough. Super happy about this. And Catherine Hans in it, too. She is fucking hilarious.
1: Yeah. No, it's a good crew. It's a good cast, for sure. Um, but Jan, to the actual uh, predatory fucking pastor, psychiatrist. By the way, he's basically like... Being their psychiatrist without the training to do it, but, yeah. but he's a pastor, so it's fine. Right?
0: Yeah, that's that's my favorite thing uh, in the military. I, I think that um, <clears throat> chaplains in the military is one of the more unconstitutional things I've ever heard of. Yeah. like the, it's a federally employ. It's a it's a federal employee who is a representative of a specific religion. How can that possibly be okay? How can that be okay? And the the people will say, "Oh, he he ministers to people of all faiths." What? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? That's like a butcher. He butchers meat for all, for everybody. <laughs> like, oh, even fucking vegetarians. That's I'm sure that's super helpful for them, <laughs> motherfucker.
1: Uh, did you ever watch Generation Kill? Yes, of course. Uh, the, there, there's a great scene in that where the guys just like the pastor's going around and the guy's are yeah. fucking pissed off about yeah. it.
0: That's, that's how it is in real life to you. Yeah. I mean, that's, that show was based on real life. That's, but.
1: that's probably one of my favorite shows I've ever seen just from the banter alone.
0: Like um, the- it's one of the better made programs dealing with the military in modern day for sure. Um, <clears throat> but the reason for that is that the Skarsgård family that was intimately involved at, at obviously, the, I think he's the, he's not the oldest son, but I think he's the middle son, but the one that everybody knows yeah. from True Blood, right? right. Yeah. Uh, he and his dad were both in the fucking Marines in Sweden, right? Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And Fruity Rudy played himself. Right. Uh, and he was a technical advisor on it as well. So, I mean, it, it was good. Big fan. Big Great fan show. of that.
1: It is a good show. Uh, but so,
0: Jan. <clears throat> Wait, what the fuck are we talking about? Ben
1: Zobers getting cucked.
0: Yeah, but how did that lead to that shit?
1: do we talk about chaplains we talk about oh, chaplain oh, how yeah, chaplains oh yeah chaplains
0: are dumb yeah so this this guy just uh because he believes in uh fucking whatever the fuck he believes in is somehow qualified like if you applied the lessons from the bible to your actual marriage <laughs> you'd probably go to jail <laughs> to be honest i mean shit man
1: who is the dude you guys had on the living biblical guy
0: Oh yeah, who, who, did, the fuck was who couldn't?
1: That? You can't like sit in the chair your wife sat in if she's menstruating. Yeah. You gotta have like yeah, a menstruation yeah. chair. Yeah, yeah. You yeah.
0: I mean, you should. Everybody should have a menstruation chair. Let's, I let's agree be real. With that. menstruation, yeah. menstruation chair. Yeah,
1: but uh, so he got to be their counselor with basically no real training or whatever. Um, this guy Byron Yon, and uh, the best part was when he was helping them fix their their troubled marriage. Yeah. Tr- troubled for reasons I don't know. Uh, he told Yon told Zobrist that Ben Zobris needed to give his wife some space. That and Jan, that's just Jan,
0: enough space for Jan's wiener to go inside of yep, her mouth, yep. basically. This
1: is while they were fucking. He was like, you know, maybe you just need to like give her some space, maybe stay in a hotel, blah, 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 etc. <clears> or <throat> like let her go stay in a hotel, treat herself, and then like, Jan went and just like fucked the shit out of his wife. Um, hey, man. Again and again and again. But here's the more fucked up part. It gets like more and more and more fucked up. Yon wasn't just, Byron Yon wasn't just like their counselor, like they'd go into the church and sit in his office mm. and talk. Like, they texted. He's like a close family friend. Yon was involved in Ben Zobra's charity. We'll get into that in a bit, because this guy's a monstrous piece of shit.
0: Yeah, he's apparently being sued for default, defrauding the charity of like $6 million yes. or some shit. He yeah. was
1: while he was fucking Ben <laughs> wife, he was also fucking Ben Zobris' charity.
0: Well, look, at least he's consistent. I mean...
1: <laughs> he just fucks everything?
0: Yeah. Yeah, You don't have to wonder where this guy's allegiances lie. They lie solely on himself. Um, <clears throat> so at one point, Zobris texts Jan uh, and says he's distressed. Uh, distressed because his wife had accused him of abuse. Uh, sh- and this is him talking. Um, she used the words emotional, verbal, and spiritual abuse. I was shocked. Zobris' wife accused him of being emotionally, verbally and because she's ex- extremely Christian, spiritually abusive. I don't know what spiritual abuse is. I don't. I, I would mean, think
1: it'd be abusive to the spirit to uh, cheat on your husband <laughs> over and over again.
0: Yeah, you'd think so. Maybe he was like cracking her in the head with a fucking crucifix or some <laughs> shit. Or just like pop her in the head with a Bible from time to time. Like, hey, yeah. you're not supposed to be talking. It says it right here. Bang. Yeah. Waterboarding, spiritual
1: abuse. With, waterboarding with holy water is yeah. still yeah. waterboarding.
0: I guess. Uh, so while she was getting... Uh, getting beefed by this pastor uh, slash counselor. Uh, she was accusing him of abuse.
1: Yes. A 100% innocent man.
0: Well, maybe not. Maybe he was, that we know abusive. Of. he could have, he could very well have been verbally, he, verbally so he, abusive. He, he
1: responded to, the, or he followed that up. I didn't put this in. He followed that up with being like, I absolutely. And this doesn't uh, a swage of a assuage of of anything, but mm. he was like, no, I refuse to accept that. Like, absolutely not. That is not true.
0: I, well, of course he's gonna say that to another man. Right, right, right. Right. He's not gonna admit to any, but that doesn't, look, who the fuck knows? Um, the thing <clears throat> is though,
1: he he admitted to pretty much everything else. Like he he backed down on everything. He was like, okay, I'll give her space. Like, okay, mm. I'll, you know, pray on it and all this stuff. And it, and it got even it, it, to the point where it got so bad that in 2019, his marriage got so bad that in 2019, Zobrist took a leave of absence from the Cubs because he was so fucked up in the head. And I think all he never like, came back, right? Never, never played yeah. baseball again. His his career ended because his marriage was falling apart, and his marriage was falling apart because the guy charged with fixing his marriage was <laughs> fucking
0: the woman he was married to. <laughs> well, it gets better. Um, gets way better. So Zobrist uh, now alleges that this Christian pastor yawn spelled the way you think. Yeah. Like oh. defrauded his charities, Oprah's charity to the tune of about 8 million. I was, I was sh- short on that. I so think $8 he's, su- he's suing him for I think six and a half. I yeah, think. yeah.
1: but the, he stole eight.
0: <clears throat> oh boy. So the wife, uh, Juliana this is my favorite Zarverst, uh, who has the very real sounding job of, quote, contemporary Christian singer uh, like Amy Grant. I guess. Amy Grant is a contemporary Christian singer, or was at some point, yeah. but she's the only one I can think of, and that was the 1990s. Yeah. Until she left her husband to marry Vince Gill. That He's the tall guy, right? Vince Gill. Who knows country music? Is Vince Gill the tall guy that married Amy Grant? <laughs> I'll just look it up. God, you guys are fucking stupid. You're supposed to be producing the show, Sean. What the fuck are you doing?
1: Vince Gill. She married him in 2000. Yeah. Yeah. Is, so, is that the.
0: He's six foot seven or some shit like that. But I doubt he can dunk. Because look he, at he him. He does. Yeah. He's a he doughy white man. Does not look like he can dunk. <clears throat> Anyways. This dude. Uh, Byron Yawn, Total piece of shit. This but is, consistent. Yeah. So.
1: He's consistently a piece of shit. By the way. I just like that. And if you go to uh, uh, Juliana Zobras' uh, Instagram page, if it's still up, mm-hmm. I mean, it is just everything is like Christian singer stuff like Bible verses and how she lives.
0: I got to imagine she's got the fucking comments section turned off. at this <laughs> point. Here's a here's a photo of the couple. And then, of course, the pastor. Yeah, please. Right here. Oh, he is uh, got a swollen face. Yeah, but that's a bad picture. Find a good picture of this dude, because uh, I saw that it from
1: the New York Post. Uh, probably. That's oh, she's
0: verified on Instagram. Juliana Zobrist is an inspirational speaker, author, and the host of Read with Jules" book club. Now, what do you think the book club is? Funded by Ben? How to cheat on your husband. <laughs> all the comments on all of her, her comments are turned off right now. That's fantastic. Of course.
1: Ben Zobrist is like one of the most likable players Of the last decade. Yeah. Just like a real like scrappy guy, you Mm -hmm. know, like, like very much like a team player will play any position you put him in. Yeah. Probably the emergency catcher on a couple teams. Probably.
0: Yeah. She's, she's not that I'm looking through her Instagram, uh, not hot enough to be pulling these kind of shenanigans. No, no. Frankly. Here's a better
1: photo of, uh, the pastor as well. Yeah. He's a normal looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But you can see the fucking look at his eyes look in Ben Zobra's eyes look. full of wonder and hope and <laughs> depression. I mean he's clearly severely he just won the World Series in that picture and he's fucking look how depressed his eyes look.
1: and then look how shady she is. look how just black Well that's because she's got eyes.
0: like fucking forty five pounds of botulism injected into her face and a recent nose job if you if the swelling around the bridge of the nose is any indication uh it's fucking typical nonsense, yeah. right? Uh, all the professional athletes, not all, but most of the professional athletes I know have one of these in their fucking past. What? Usually one of these women oh, that are just fucking like, oh, I'm a fucking, I make candles for a living. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, how much did you sell? You fucking dummy. She's like, it's like Jan from The Office after she gets fired. Like, oh, look, I made candles. Like, oh yeah. How many? How much did you make? And what, how much money did you make? Uh, this woman is a piece of shit.
1: I, it just, goddamn, like, the, the especially the, the whole, the best part of it is, like, he's funding her entire life, essentially, to go mm. chase some, like, weird, like, mega church dreams that she has, and then she's banging their fucking pastor.
0: I wonder where they got married or where they live now, because some states, like Missouri, for example, is a no-fault divorce state, right? Okay. Which means... It doesn't matter who did what, who cheated on whom, or stole what the fuck ever, unless there's violence involved, it is a 50 50 split of property for the most part. There's a certain yeah. rules, like if, if you had stuff coming into the marriage before and you can prove that, like cash in the bank or whatever it is, that, that, they're not entitled to that. But anything you made during the marriage is 50 50 split, no matter what happened. Hopefully he doesn't live in one of those states. Yeah. Because this woman doesn't deserve shit.
1: No, not a goddamn thing. She should get zero fucking dollars of like alimony or anything like that.
0: She should get shit on in public. Like literally (laughs) shit on. Shit upon rather. I don't know. What's the proper word there?
1: Shat upon. Shat upon. Yeah. Well, when you're fucking a guy named Byron, shat upon feels Mm. like the right.
0: I wonder what kind of, was he just plowing her or were they like duking out on each other and shit?
1: I hope it was absolutely the yeah, most unchristian un- sex you could possibly have. What is
0: what, what's Christian sex? Just like fucking uh, missionary, but no eye contact. Like you're mm-hmm. you're both face to face, but you're like looking slightly off to the side the whole time.
1: Yeah, you're looking at not like <clears throat> a crucifix because that's too Catholic. Like this is mega church Christian, mm-hmm. so it's got to be at like uh, just like a nice picture of a very white Jesus mm-hmm. um, that lo- that maybe she painted even.
0: Right, because she's an artist. Yeah,
1: Catholicism, sex is just straight doggy. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You yeah, it. you know, fish on Fridays and doggy style sex—that's what Catholics are most. Oh, well, and raping children too, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, whatever.
1: Those three in some. Most, order. Mostly those three things. In some order.
0: Anyways, uh, hopefully this woman gets mouth cancer. <laughs> uh, and it's
1: just uh, fucking awful. I think they got married. <clears throat> I don't know for sure, but she's from Iowa, so they might have got married in Iowa.
0: I doubt Iowa is a is too progressive on the fucking divorce <laughs> laws there. So he might be fucked on that one. God damn it. Um, but it's it also has to do with where, I mean, they they probably didn't get married in Iowa. Who knows? Oh, I think
1: he's from Iowa too, actually.
0: Oh, really? Shit, maybe they did.
1: Yeah. Fuck, man.
0: Well, hopefully you can just disappear into that cornfield and fill the dreams, my <laughs> man, because, uh, you know, he made 80-some million dollars in his career. He probably has like 20 million bucks in the bank, if I yeah. had to guess. Yeah. And some probably, you know, charity property, and- property, stuff like that. Fuck this woman's going to live uh, a, an enchanted life despite her fucking bullshit. Probably. Yeah,
1: it's a, for her, it's a no consequence <clears throat> divorce state. Yeah,
0: probably. I
1: mean, imagine like I have to cheat on my, I'm going to cheat on my husband and cause him horrifying emotional distress and kind of get paid for it.
0: Uh, yeah, more or less. Yeah. Let's see. Adultery in Iowa. Iowa is a no fault divorce state. Fuck. Yeah, tight. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> uh, who I'm not sorry for is Jacob deGrom this motherfucker uh, over the last couple of years has managed to add four miles per hour to his fucking fastball which is weird enough um, while everybody else is getting tuned up for this whole uh, uh, a spider tack plus uh, suntan lotion situation the fucking grip Garrett Cole's been called out quite a bit for it and his performance has suffered recently same thing with trevor bauer fucking Glasnow actually hurt himself and might be out for the rest of the year now right because of it uh degrom was the first person checked in be- in between the first and second inning i think
1: yeah it was right after his dominant first yeah, inning yeah. of work
0: <clears throat> so i don't know if atlanta requested to check him or how that works or if they just did it yeah for gp or whatever but they looked at his hat and his glove and his belt took about a, i don't know 30, 40 seconds maybe, and then he went back into the dugout. They clearly didn't find anything. No, they didn't find
1: it. So this happened after um, his first three pitches to Ronald Acuna Jr., all over 100 miles an hour, to the point where if he keeps throwing this way for the rest of the year, his fastball average velocity will be the first one at triple digits.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Just average. i got to find this on Reddit, by the way. There was another pitcher. uh, I forgot to put the thing in there. Uh, caught in the dugout wiping off his, the brim of his hat after an inning. Who was that? Uh, I, got, I got to find this really quick. It was uh, it was fucking ridiculous. Like, he has a towel, and he's just like, fuck, 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 fuck.
0: Why don't you just go get a new hat out of the clubhouse?
1: Yeah, I don't really understand that part of it. Um, <coughs> but, yeah, it uh, – That doesn't
0: necessarily imply guilt either. Some people have it, – it's a baseball thing. And pitchers, especially left-handed pitchers, they're gross for some reason. Uh, a lot of left handed pitchers will, I don't, this has been my experience, have the most disgusting fucking hats that they wear the same hat all year, maybe multiple years, and never wash the goddamn thing. It's I fucking mean, gross. It
1: makes no sense to me why people do that, unless you're <clears> literally <throat> hiding like pine tar, spider tack. Maybe that's it, or maybe,
0: it. They're just, <clears throat> maybe they're just, maybe there's gross people, or maybe they're fucking.
1: Yeah, the, the, I, the, I don't know. The Craig Biggio helmet type yeah. of situation, it's fucking. Well,
0: the whole, all of those guys on Foul. Uh, the the early 90s, um, Phillies were the same way. They were all chewing tobacco and had mullets and fucking disgusting hats. <laughs> right. Uh, anyways, DeGrom became the first pitcher to be checked by umps, and his first three pitches were over 100 miles per hour. That's nothing new. He was cleared and it went on to dominate the Braves. He pitched five innings scoreless.
1: Five, but it was, and it was five out of uh, seven because of the doubleheader. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They took it. I mean, and also he's, uh, He was banged up recently, so there was no need to really push it. Oh, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So five innings, six strikeouts, no runs. Um, My question was with
1: that, I I guess I don't know. I assumed it was Snitker that asked for it, because I don't know why the MLB would go out of its way to check their (coughs) their likely MVP in the National League.
0: Well, I mean – If somebody was on pace to hit 150 home runs right now you would probably be checking their bat frankly you'd be checking their blood too this guy no one has ever done what he's doing right now we're we're about halfway through the season we're about two a week and a half away from being halfway through the season yeah and he currently has a 0.5 era and he the best era for a starting pitcher over a full season history i think is 1.12 by bob gibson yeah i think it's 1.12 and that was that's that was when the mound was fucking lowered and
1: They had to lower the mound the next or year. Or they had to
0: lower the mound, yeah, the next year. I mean, it's, it's like they did a one-year thing, changed the mound. Bob Gibson lit people the fuck up. So the only player in modern history that's even been within two times as good as he is right now
1: is a Hall of Fame pitcher. Is a Hall of Fame who pitcher. Who some consider.
0: Who benefited from a different change. Right. Like in that, just that one season that hitters weren't used to. He's not doing anything that anybody else. Look, the best pitchers in the game, Garrett Cole, Trevor Bauer, etc., have all been accused of this shit. And it looks like they're probably been, they've probably been doing it because now they're all complaining about grip. Yeah. So I don't know what DeGrom was doing, but they checked him. He wasn't using what they told him not to use, which is anything, by the way, because mm-hmm. they just banned everything outright because they didn't want to do the work.
1: Which is, uh, Chipper <laughs> Chipper was on USA Today or something the other day mm. uh, being like, he, w- he kind of took the middle ground. Like, he was like, yeah, they should have something to grip it. But he was like, look at all these mediocre pitchers who were putting up video game numbers. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's true. Um, <clears throat> but DeGrom got checked, had nothing, still dominant against. Look, the Braves lineup isn't as good as it should be right now. Right. Because of... Uh, Stupid bullshit, Mm -hmm. like abuse, injury, so on. Um, But he lit them the fuck up. Like, I watched that. I watched all five innings. He looked as good as I've seen a pitcher look ever. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck. It begs the question. And they were talking about it on, I think it was on first. No, it was on Get Up this morning. Uh, Steve Nate Smith, right? No, no, it was Get Up. It was, uh, it was Greedy. And, uh, Kendrick Perkins, and I can't remember who the other guys were. One guy was a former football player. They were talking about who is the most dominant athlete playing right now. One guy, Kendrick Perkins said, um, I think he talked about KD a little bit, Giannis a little bit, or Giannis a little bit about how dominant compared to their peers in the NBA. And that's a fair assessment, I suppose. And he's an NBA guy, so obviously he's going to say somebody in the NBA. The the, uh, NFL guy said Aaron Donald um, went on to quote some players that um, constantly talk about how dominant Aaron Donald is within his own sport.
1: I don't think if you're going to say football, I know Aaron Donald is like a fucking machine, like terrifying, like machine, like, man-bear-pig type of mm. defensive end. Yeah, he's crazy. But uh, I don't know how the answer, if you're going to go with football, could be anything other than Mahomes.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think when people think about dominant, they think about large. Yeah. Maybe, because Shaq's name gets brought up a lot. Like, he, they, they made the distinction between the best and the most dominant. Right. And that's a distinction you have to make, because Shaq was definitely the most dominant player in the game when he played, when he was healthy. I don't know if he was the best, though. Uh, I mean, I think there there's
1: probably a two, three year period <clears throat> where he was, well, maybe the most valuable.
0: Right. Uh, but in football, you can be the most dominant without being the best for sure. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how you argue anything other than Degrom right now, because not only is he dominating the current competition and dominating compared to all of his peers currently, he is dominating history right now. Like we're in a We're in a period where. More home runs are being hit than ever before. And there's sure, there's a lot of strikeouts and blah, blah, blah. Right. But there are more home runs especially hit than ever before right now. And this isn't something new for DeGrom. He's been gradually building up to this. Now he's having the best season that any starting pitcher has ever had. So how do you make any argument against him? I well, don't
1: get it. one thing that hurts him, I think, is that he is dominating with a rate stat, Right.
0: Well he plays for the Mets. That, you're but, not gonna get fucking you're not gonna get wins on that team. Yeah,
1: well he's also he also doesn't have like two hundred strikeouts right now or something. Like a rate stat is Right, but hit. he's
0: missed a number of starts as well, right. so that's fair that's a that's a fair comparison. But at the end of the season, he's probably gonna come in somewhere around uh what, thirty one starts probably, if I had to guess. Depending on if they're competitive down the stretch or if he gets hurt again or anything like that.
1: Right. Well, I mean they're in first place right now, so they yeah. presumably unless they just fall the fuck apart he's got uh they're
0: probably gonna fall apart 12
1: start he'll probably no we talked about this the other day he's gonna be hard-pressed to get 30 starts
0: we'll see i mean if it if it it comes down to qualifying for something awards or whatever they might dump him in an extra time but to be honest uh he may not his last start of the season might be like three or four inning tune-up you know what i mean so that might not even be a quality start that counts towards anything it'll be a start but it won't be eligible for a win or anything Right now, he is 7-2, and two. <clears throat> right?
1: Yeah, which is weird for him. He usually doesn't get any wins, and 7's near the top.
0: His whip is .51, <sighs> and his ERA is .5. <clears throat> that's, He's on pace for 283 strikeouts this year.
1: The whip is even crazier.
0: Yeah, .51 whip, that's like closer stuff. That's like, no, that's like 60 cl- that's save like, closer that's stuff. That's one of the best closer seasons yeah. of all time, the stuff. Yeah.
1: But my point on the ERA is that, like, it need, like, that's a stat that almost, like, needs a little bit of context, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Whereas, like, if uh, – but this is the equivalent of, like, a batter hit, literally hitting, like, 100 home runs in a yeah. season. Yep. And people, that's easy for people to digest, right? So
0: what, what do you do at the end of this season if four or five more times this guy gets checked? Nothing, and he keeps putting up these numbers. How do you contextualize that? Because I can – I remember everybody in 98 knew that everybody was on juice. Right. Like it was, it wasn't fucking, uh, <clears throat> it wasn't Chipper Jones hitting 80 home runs. You know what I mean? Right. It was fucking Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds yeah. and Sammy. So these massive fucking human beings and their heads were getting bigger too. Yeah. So everybody knew what the fucking deal was. I don't care what anybody says. Well, we and, all knew what was happening.
1: And then you had like the second tier of dudes when you like Ken Caminiti and like all yeah. these dudes who just look at and you're like, yeah, they're obviously like, it looks like a f- shitty Florida beach on yeah. the fucking baseball field. Yeah.
0: Um, or or the Jersey Shore. Yep. <clears throat> um, yeah, everybody knew that then. So even though I was seeing sixty-two guys with 60 home runs, multiple people getting in the 50s pretty much year after year, Albert Bell, fucking uh, I think A-Rod got close.
1: He, A-Rod hit over, over 50 home runs a couple times, I think.
0: In uh, fifth, I think he hit 51 or 52 one year.
1: <clears throat> uh, remember. with Texas, he was fucking blasting them out because Arlington was a yeah, he hit 52 and 57 in back to back years, Jesus and then Christ then dropped uh, 54 in 2007 with the Yankees because
0: mm. he
1: was really <clears throat>
0: well, he was he never stopped using the juice though, he didn't really now, know. now <laughs> that now that we know, yeah. but uh. <clears throat> Yeah, Bonds was, was jacking him out pretty good. Sosa had a couple of 60 homer seasons. Uh, I think
1: Sosa has the most.
0: 60 homer seasons? Yeah, yeah I think so, yeah. <clears throat> I think he's got three or four, actually. Yeah,
1: he was the one, because Maguire kind of, I think he, like, in 99 times was, like, hurt a little bit or, yeah. like, missing games, but Sosa just kept crushing him for yeah. years. People, for, people forget that. Like, 99 and 2000, people were like, dude, Sosa might catch Bond like, might yeah. beat a Maguire's record or whatever. Yeah. And then Bonds broke it three years later.
0: <laughs> 70. Yeah, three. Yeah, that's a lot of home runs. Uh, yeah, but back then we knew that, right? So we knew everybody was was cheating, uh, if you wanted to call it cheating. I don't. I don't really care one way or the other. <clears throat> now, unless this dude pisses hot for something, or they catch him using. I mean, look, you can't grip your way to a hundred miles per hour with with accuracy. I mean, I guess the grip helps with accuracy, but. Um. What, what, do we, what do you say when you see something that's that great? Because every, every time a major record like that has been broken, it's come in a time when there's something else going on. Roger Maris had eight extra games or whatever the fuck, or seven, yeah. seven eight extra games yeah. to hit his home runs. <clears throat> Bob Gibson was throwing off a different mound than everybody else. I guess you could say all of Nolan Ryan's records were legit. Not yeah. that not that those are not legit records. I'm just saying. There's, there There's an explanation for like, oh, okay, maybe this he benefited from this yeah. a little bit or whatever.
1: Or like, for example, uh, complete game records from you know pre World War II. Yeah, yeah. That type of shit <clears throat> where it was just a different world.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, like nobody's ever gonna. Saito has 511 wins. Yeah, that's never been broken. Like you're not gonna get to 300 anymore. So. Yeah. But yeah, every time somebody's beaten one of these records we all kind of like, okay, I get it. I guess Pete Rose too, but he played until he's 44 years old. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: And I guess, well, Pete <clears throat> Rose, if you look back at the Pete Rose stuff, you can kind of be like, okay, I get it because A, he played forever. Yeah. B, uh, he just, he like he's only got like 150, 200 career home runs. He was he's a slap hitter. <coughs> I mean, he was yeah. just slapping the ball. and probably pretty easy or easier to be a slap hitter back then when you're slapping the ball onto hard carpet, right? Like how many more of his balls got out of the infield because of the surface they were skidding across?
0: Played until he was 45, although he didn't start in the majors until he was 22, but that was a full season, 170 hits in his first season, it's a lot. Anyways. There's some explanation for all these records maybe we'll find one later on for him, but I don't know what it's going to be. If it's not spider tack or steroids or steroids, what else would it be? Right. The, Cause he's not he doesn't, there's no technology available that I'm aware of that isn't available to everybody else.
1: Well, and I think <clears throat> aside from him, obviously having great control, he has elite control, mm-hmm. so that's part of it. But the other part of it is with DeGrom, what I want to know, because the clear difference, the clear upward trajectory. In DeGrom's career is directly correlated to his velocity increase. Right. Right. <clears throat> so he's throwing a fastball that averages 100 almost and a slider that is as fast as a fastball. Yeah. How the fuck do you hit that? I
0: don't know. Espe- I mean,
1: especially when he's not wild. Yeah. Even remotely so. <clears throat> so I want to know how he, because I mean, his, his velocity increase, like average wise or whatever, is fucking stunning.
0: Yeah, I mean, there have been some, uh, I've heard of some theoretical treatments about injecting stem cells into tendons in the elbow, things like that, but again, that's not something that would not be available to anybody. You can get that treatment done for about $40,000 in Panama right now, Yeah, and and like it's easy. It's like, people, there are certain celebrities that go down there once every three months and get stem cells and shit. Like de-aging type of shit? Yeah. yeah. Some people I know do that, so... It's not like it's for, for a baseball player that's making fucking millions of dollars a year. $40,000 to get that done seems like a fucking good idea. Mm-hmm. That's legal. It's, why would, in, it, in why would ML- it not be? I mean, for the MLB. It's not a drug. Stem cells.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true.
0: I mean, what's the difference between taking that and collagen? I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, DeGrom is the best pitcher in baseball right now, and he is 100% the most dominant athlete on earth right now
1: would this be if he ends the season with like a 29 starts point god knows what era e- if it's just under one in general he's like, the
0: mvp and the cy young award winner in but where,
1: i was gonna what i was I, that's obvious <laughs> to me but what i was gonna ask is where do you rank that as like the most dominant season of all that's time. the
0: most dominant season of all time i
1: don't mean for a pitcher either i mean for any player
0: I don't know some of Babe Ruth's early years cuz he was the only person doing what he was doing yeah. until Lou Gehrig showed up yeah. right so maybe one of those in the, like in the early 20s More yeah. home runs in the entire league yeah like in the early 20s maybe one of those years but uh and maybe DeGrom figured something out or figured something out that everybody will figure out later like the same way with Ruth like the ability to lift the ball yeah uh, uh and just changing your swing i mean we look they've done it recently with the launch angle thing so Maybe he figured out some kind of leverage that is uh, irrespective of spin rate that nobody else can do right now because they don't know how. Yeah. And then somebody's going to be like, hey, what the fuck? Because, look, if you're a pitcher in baseball right now, you should be watching every piece of tape underground you can find and trying to do exactly what he's doing. Yeah. Right, because it's obviously working. You obviously
1: I mean, you need to go to me like, what are you, what are you doing in the off season? Like, what do you do between well, starts? Yeah. Because I need – just give me your stem cell guy.
0: Yeah, hopefully it doesn't involve Balco. <laughs>
1: Uh, we got we got a couple ads, yeah. To get into, uh, starting with my bookie, who we're actually going to run through some bets mm-hmm. uh, for today that we think you should uh, lock in, or while well, I do, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, I can go fuck myself or not. Well, um, but yeah, my bookie uh, is uh, one of our favorite sponsors. We bet with them all the time. Your favorite athletes are always striving to put themselves in a winning position, and it's about time you do too. With my bookie at mybookie.ag, you're set for victory with a host of great odds and prop bets, which are my favorite, uh, to fill all your sports betting needs anytime, anywhere. Bet NBA and NHL playoffs, daily Major League Baseball games, and all the best combat sports as well, uh, and golf, uh, if you wanna listen to, um, to fake Dan's picks on that, they're usually pretty on fucking point. Uh, if you've been waiting for the right time, that time is now, so make your winning move today, sign up, and use the promo code DRINKINBROS uh, to receive up to $1,000, an up to $1,000 signing bonus, uh, along with your first deposit at MyBookie.ag. So if you put in a um, thousand, you get a thousand, right? So it's a match, right? Yep. Yeah. Pretty good. So that's like free money.
0: Basically, for, yeah, it goes into your uh, free play account, so you can play it uh, just like you can regular cash.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, MyBookie.ag. With that, again, that promo code is Drinking Bros to claim your bonus. Experience sports in a whole new light and uh, have a chance at some serious cash along the way. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And uh, next up, we have uh, Ghostbed.
0: Everybody knows Ghostbed.
1: Yeah, you want to tell them about?
0: Ghostbed.com forward slash drink it, bros. It's Ghostbed, man. The They've bed. Got all, they get the new stuff. They got the uh, 3D Matrix bed. <clears throat> We've got a piece of one of them in here somewhere, that bed's dope as shit. It's also uh, cooling, just like the Lux. So if you enjoyed the Lux, this is just a better version of the Lux that they've released now. Uh, 30% off everything when you go to Drinking Bros or ghostbed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Uh, they get the sheets, they get the pillow. They got three different types of pillows. One is a memory foam one. Uh, one is the stuffed one. It's shredded stuffing and you can remove or rep- or add more stuffing to it, depending on how you like the pillow to be which is kind of dope. If you need more, they'll send you more, but typically it comes over stuff. So you remove some, oh, nice. um, <clears throat> the sheets are great. The adjustable base is dope. If you want to turn your bed into a fucking couch, like if you're as lazy as I am, when you're at home, we just do so much stuff. Whenever I get home, I'm like, I'm not doing shit. I don't even clean my own place anymore. Uh, I just live in my own filth for the most part. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, if you want to do all that stuff, Turn your bed into a, into a couch, enjoy your life a little bit, get that, get that uh, adjustable base, get the mattress protector if you really want to enjoy your life. Um, if you're uh, counseling Ben Zoverist <laughs> and his wife, for example, <laughs> you're definitely going to want that. Um, <clears throat> go to ghostbed.com, for side Drinking Bros, get them deals.
1: 30% off, I think. They still have a flash sale for 40% yeah. off as well. So Nico
0: the Greco says his wife got the extra stuffing.
1: Yes, she was absolutely overstuffed.
0: I don't know. It's the appropriate amount.
1: Well, yeah. I, I actually, she, she did not believe she was overstuffed. No. She, I don't know if the limit existed on stuff. Yeah, stuffing. it depends
0: on which customer you ask in that. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. 100%.
1: Uh, and then finally, last but not least, we have Killcliffe CBD, which I am uh, enjoying right now. Mm. The goat, the grapest of all time.
0: Is that your favorite? Everybody's got their favorite. I
1: actually, uh, I like Strawberry Days better, but mm. there weren't any in the fridge. We gotta, yeah. I gotta pack some more in there. But the goat, the goat's good too. You know who
0: else needs to pack some more in is uh, Juliana Zobrist. Yes, yes. Pack some more wieners into her vagine.
1: Oh, I was, I thought you meant. I was going to say, at this point, probably more Christ into her life. Oh, no. Although that didn't work out the first time.
0: No, I think uh, she'd leaned too heavy on the Jesus thing. She should have been just trying to be a good person, probably.
1: Yeah, yeah. She was praying it, trying to just, like, pray it away. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, immediate uh, penance.
0: Those people always come back.
1: Yeah. It doesn't count if you say sorry to God right no. afterwards. No. I mean, obviously, <laughs> you keep it from Ben and tell him he's being emotionally abusive. But, yeah, it works. Mm. Just tell Jesus. But yeah, Flamin' Joe is back with uh, Kill uh, It's their uh, CBD flavor. We like to have it as a sort of uh, margarita situation. Yeah. With uh, tequila, it's really good. It's like it's, a, it is good, yeah. Is it, uh, I, I got confused with this yesterday. Is it habanero <laughs> pineapple or jalapeno pineapple? <laughs> jalapeno. Uh, jal, 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 yeah. Uh, it's really good. It's like spicy, but not too spicy. Uh, if you didn't know, Killcliffe was uh, started by a US Navy SEAL. Uh, it's got everything you need, doesn't sacrifice flavor. You know, it's, it's, a good, it's a great hangover drink, both the energy drink and um, the CBD drink, because it's got B vitamins, uh, electrolytes, uh, only 20 calories a can, no sugar, so you're not going to get all, like, shaky and shit. Right. Um, I, it's legitimately, the. I would say this off air to someone who is like, do you like Kill Cliff? I'd be like, it's the best energy drink I've ever had. It and is I, really good, yeah. And I love, the, I love the CBD drink as well. Yep. Um, but yeah, the Flaming Joe is uh, in Ignite as well. So for a limited time only, uh, the promo code Bros will get you 30% off. That is right, 30% off. Go to com yeah. and use the promo code Bros to get 30% off drinks and apparel all month long. Oh, word. So if you want to get a <clears throat> t- nice. t-shirt or a hat or something like that.
0: Yeah, they have some cool shirts. Laser Kitty, uh, and then-
1: You wear the Flame and Joe shirt a lot, don't you?
0: The Flame and Joe shirt, yeah. And then they have uh, the weird conspiracy alien one that John Brinkus made, <laughs> which I wear a lot too. It's really funny.
1: Uh, yeah, they have they have uh, cool merch. So once again, that is K I L is dot com. Use the promo code Drinking Bros to take advantage of the thirty percent off offer. Uh, but back to our, our first sponsor. In so much as you need to go to my bookie and maybe make some pictures. I thought there's some interesting uh, stuff today on the on the slate because we have a couple uh, Cy Young winning pitchers going, mm-hmm. and I like to make prop bets on pitchers. And there's a couple uh, lines that were a little eyebrow raising to me. Okay. Uh, I'll start out with uh, the Garrett Cole. Uh, I wrote this down wrong. It says over-under, but it's Garrett Cole, and you can bet this on my bookie right now, to, to get at least eight strikeouts versus the Royals. I'm, on, I'm okay. on that. I'm on the over, so to speak, on that. Eight.
0: Can I give you some data? Yeah. Okay, so uh, the first piece of data is, and take this in context, the first piece of data is only two pitchers out of the last 10 starts have gone six innings or more against the Royals uh there's probably a reason for that um
1: they work they work the count good they they're a pretty decent on base team i think
0: they they must be although their walk rate is third worst oh, well, never in mind. the league
1: they do i think work the count because they don't strike out very much
0: no they do not they strike out the second least of any team in baseball actually only, yeah. only the astros make more contact than they do but it's garrett cole right
1: and the number is eight
0: yeah, the number's only eight. And I,
1: they average eight strikeouts a game. Eight, 8.01, that's what Kansas City yeah. averages. And, but on the road, where they're playing today, mm-hmm.
0: 8.64. And it's Garrett Cole, right? right? So, I mean, I don't know what his career numbers are against this team. I don't know if it really fucking matters, to be honest. Let's see, he hasn't pitched against them this year. Let me look at last year. do, 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 do. Nope. If if they haven't seen him in a while, uh, that's definitely good for him. So the last time they saw him was two starts in 2019. He was two and zero with a two five one ERA, and struck out twenty people in the two starts. Kansas City's not any better than they were two years ago, so I'm going to go ahead and take that bet. Like I'm the over, and it's and this yeah. isn't
1: it's not it's it's over you don't, eight. You don't it's eight or over. Yeah, yeah. So you don't yeah, pu- it, you don't push at eight. Eight counts.
0: Oh, I see. Okay. Well, yeah. Well, I'm definitely taking that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, he did only have four strikeouts last game, and that was against the Blue Jays. Four and eight innings pitch, but he struck out nine and six against the uh, Twins. Mm. Um, yeah. The game before that, a little sketchy with the spider tech situation, or like if if his grip's going to be okay. But I just the Royals aren't good. Garrett Cole is good, and mm-hmm. the Royals strike out more on the road. I'm just, in, and I am in general inclined to uh, to take those types of things.
0: Right. Same. Yeah. Um, that's that's a that's a good risk, and it. Either way, if it doesn't pay off, at least you're paying attention and you'll be able to tell after this game if he's using substances yeah. still cuz they're definitely going to check. Yeah. Like as soon as he goes out to the mound, they're probably going to check. Yeah. I don't know if he has to throw a pitch first or what, but they're they're going to take it's a It's happening. Yeah. <clears throat> uh
1: the next up I got Blue Jays plus 105 at Miami.
0: Uh yeah, this is crazy to me because look, the Blue Jays have a good lineup, <clears throat> but uh Alcantara is on fucking fire lately. His, he, he lost his last start against St. Louis, uh, but he only gave up one run. Uh, unearned, by the way, in 8.1 <laughs> innings. Uh, versus Atlanta, fucking uh, uh, one against them, six innings pitch. Uh, eight innings against Pittsburgh, they suck. <clears throat> uh, yeah. His last time against Toronto, gave up four runs, in struck out innings. four in six innings. Uh, usually you don't see that happen again. Like a guy doesn't get tuned up by the same team twice, back-to-back very frequently. Yeah. And he's been on a good roll recently, hasn't been walking people. I mean, shit. He's only – he's walked five people in his last three starts, which is not that much for a starting pitcher. No, um, no. So – five,
1: <clears throat> five people in, um, what, 14 – over 20 innings. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah.
0: His whip this year is 1.06. So his uh, – the, the important rate stat he's pretty good on – Obviously, the Marlins suck.
1: Right. So what I'm trying to what I'm trying to like suss out from all this is essentially how many innings is he going to pitch?
0: Yeah, I and mean their bullpen sucks too. Yeah,
1: their bullpen sucks. And I believe this is in it's in Florida. Yeah. So I guess the hell they don't really have a home field advantage aside from not having to travel. I guess. But
0: I don't. I don't know about the Marlins, to be honest. Uh, I, I've I've never been to a game at that stadium. But I've watched a lot of them on television when they play the Braves and it looks like there's about 14, 15 people there. Always. Total, so I don't, I don't know about that. They're de- um,
1: they're, they definitely disprove the notion that uh, if you have X, <coughs> X amount of, um, I don't know, racial or whatever group that loves a sport in your city, it'll definitely succeed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's not true because it's full of Miami is full of Cubans and Dominicans and those, and they both
0: are, love baseball too. And there's love. no fucking. Oh, and Puerto Ricans too. Yeah.
1: like three of maybe the three probably most intense Latin fan bases for yeah. baseball, and those stadiums are fucking empty. Yeah, <laughs> And they're, they're
0: going to continue to be empty too. Yeah, so when um, people
1: are like, "Oh, the MLS <laughs> will do great in next city because it's like there's lots of Mexicans," like, eh, I don't know. maybe yeah." My, I always just point to Miami, and I'm like, "Well, I don't." I don't know why that whole city hates baseball for some reason, but uh, they do. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't
0: know. But, I mean, this, this is uh, at 105, <clears throat> uh, plus 105 Blue Jays. It's Wait, Blue Jays are plus 105? Yeah. So I'm probably going to take that because they've, even in their losses recently, uh, they're still putting up pretty good runs, and the Marlins just can't score, right? So right. they had, there was one game against the Orioles. I'm, I'm going to look, but I'm guessing it was John Means that started that game. Um. let's see let's see here because he's their best pitcher Now that was Eshelman who's also having a pretty good year he's got a 1.93 ERA uh, yeah they, they've run into some bad luck here and there offensively but that fucking uh, that offense is pretty consistent I would say
1: yep. it's worth noting too and I it's kind of dumb to be to like Discounted a little bit on the Alcantara side, but and then like pump this, like, oh, well, this is proof that uh, Toronto's gonna be great. Mm. But they have uh, Ross Stripling going, and mm. his season numbers not eye popping, pretty fucking pedestrian. But his last uh, five starts zero earned runs against the Rays, mm. one earned run against Cleveland, one earned run against Houston, four against Boston, got dinged up in, uh, in Fenway in 5.2 and then only two earned runs and 6.2 innings against the Yankees. So he's been with nine mm. strikeouts. He's been yeah. pitching well.
0: He has, he's on he's a good role, yeah, for sure. Um, <clears throat> and uh, I, I saw some of that bossing him. He was super wild in the strike zone. So uh, all the other games he's looked pretty sharp. Uh, I don't know. Um, he came over from the Dodgers, right? Ross Stripling? Yeah, wasn't he like a middle reliever for the Dodgers or some shit? Uh, let me look it up. For a while, and I he came over remember. sometime last year, or maybe before last year. I don't remember. But he's
1: yes, he was he was with the <clears throat> Dodgers. He was uh, starting, and he was in and out of the bullpen.
0: Okay, yeah, I see that. I'm, I'm looking at it now. All right, <clears throat> uh, he but he's you know had good success lately. Ride the hot hand. Uh, I'll definitely go Blue Jays on this one. Um, I would be surprised to see Alcantara get really tuned up, but I do think they have the better shot here for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean it's the type <clears> of thing, they're playing a three game series Do you think the Blue Jays and Miami, if they play three times, do you think the Blue Jays win two out of three?
0: I would expect so, yeah. Right. So. But I mean the Blue Jays play under their capability quite a bit. I mean they've had a relatively decent season and they're still like fourth that, right? So
1: everything we thought the NL East would be the AL East yeah, has turned into. Sure. That is the division of death.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it is uh, who's up next year?
1: Giants, plus 110 at the Los Angeles Angels.
0: And Haney's starting for the Angels? Yeah, pound yeah.
1: that. Yeah. And DeFalcini is uh, starting for the Giants, and yeah. he's had a pretty decent I mean, all the Giants pitchers have yeah. had a, a, a good year this year. I just – the Angels suck. The Angels are fucking dog shit. Uh, DeFalcini, 301 ERA and a whip at uh, 103, actually. So his whip is actually much better than his ERA. And then you have the Angels, who, aside from Otani, are just, like, limp-dicked completely. Like, they're not going to get on base. No. Uh, And then the Giants are still the best record in baseball. I mean, Trout's
0: still out, and fucking, uh, what's his nuts? Uh, The dude from the Nationals. Rendon, still not hitting. It's just, like,
1: it's just cursed at this point. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, I'm a little (coughs) afraid for Otani, to be honest. Just like feel like something terrible is gonna happen. To I know
0: it does seem like it. They need to move that team the fuck out of there. What get, they need to do? Get them
1: out. The A's and the Angels get them into like Texas and Vegas yeah. essentially. pretty that, much. Yeah, that needs to happen fucking yesterday.
0: But the Giants have. I mean, it's it's you, you can't really say they're on a roll because they've never not been on one this year. But they continue to march forward. I mean, if you look at the standings, <clears throat> uh, it'll always tell you how a team's done in their last 10 games, I haven't seen the Giants not be 7-3 and three or 8-2 and two or whatever right. at any point this season.
1: They're doing, the Giants are kind of doing the classic, essentially what you need to do to be a great regular season team, just win series.
0: You win, that's what Bobby Cox used to say. Yeah. He used to say, if you win series at the end of the year, you're going to have somewhere between uh, uh, 89 and 93 wins typically, just if you win every single series. Right. Not every single series, but if you just win most of the series. Right. Right? You end up winning. About 60, because of four-game series as well, if you split those, you end up winning about 63% of all your games, and uh, the Giants currently are winning 63.9% of all their games. So, you know, they're the best team in baseball. Betting on them is a, is a good idea. I don't know why they're plus 10. I, I understand it's on the road, but, I mean, what are we expecting this? I mean, did they not hit well against lefties? I don't know.
1: Uh, let me look at that. That would Be the only reason I could think of that they would be. I mean, you think that you think they'd be both be minus odds, right? But maybe one was. Yeah, you would than think so. Other. Yeah.
0: Team batting. Can you do splits?
1: You definitely can on FanGraphs for fan sure. On FanGraphs, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh...
0: That's always a good thing to look at. Yes, because some teams do not hit well. Against, uh, against lefties for whatever reason.
1: I remember that was a thing with the Braves for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Like a lefty, like the most mediocre ass lefties would just come out and fucking murder, (laughs) murder Atlanta. And it it, it was, it was to the point where if I knew a lefty was pitching, I would just get the fuck out of, like, I just wouldn't watch. I'd be like, I will come back tomorrow. This is going to be fucking unwatchable. Okay,
0: here we go. Fuck off versus lefties. average San Francisco I mean they're in the middle of the pack against left handers they're not terrible
1: right so that's not enough to just and I, I wouldn't sucks. think so yeah
0: and they don't strike out that much against lefties either they don't strike out that much in general but they don't strike out a lot against lefties compared to other teams
1: yeah you know what, what's their slugging percentage against lefties and that's usually uh, a bro, bro, bro. thing that takes a big dive
0: what the fuck it's not in here I can calculate it myself. <laughs> Hang on.
1: That would be the only other thing I'd be worried about is uh let's see here splits. Oh, that's not the right one. Uh, yeah, I, that that typically like, you know, when um as low, Yeah, that that's typically the other thing that that dies is uh is fucking is slugging percentage because you got to mm-hmm. shorten up against a lefty. You can't square up the ball as well, that type of shit. Right. Um, so, yeah. It's – uh. yeah, I can't, I can't find it. Well, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Um,
0: I, I mean, like, they've got 31 home runs against lefties, so I don't think it's – Yeah, not a big deal. Not that big a deal. Hold yeah. on, I'm doing the math right now.
1: Uh, but, yeah, I mean, and the Angels, they're just going to disappoint. We'll, we'll come back to that. I'll move on to the next one, just give my thoughts on it. Um, I have Lucas Giolito over – seven and a half strikeouts. Lucas Giolito of the White Sox. Over seven and a half strikeouts against the Pittsburgh Pirates. The odds are plus 104. Pittsburgh doesn't strike out a ton. They're in the top three in the league, but they still strike out (coughs) 8.27% of the time, Mm -hmm. which means if they strike out their average, Giolito's bet hits.
0: By the way, DeGrom, before he's striking out 47% of the people he faces right now. God damn it. That's another stat I heard this morning. That That's like, again, best closer year of all time numbers. And he's a starting pitcher. Anyways, yeah, uh, yeah Giolito uh, over 7.5Ks against the Pirates. Seems likely. I think that's probably worth a bet. By the way, the slugging percentage for the Giants against lefties is 420. Their yep. slugging percentage overall is 4.34, and a 4.20 slugging percentage would rank them eighth in the league right now. Right. So, that's not an issue. Smash this Giants Yeah, bet. I think that's definitely take that Giants all bet. fucking day. Yep.
1: But I like Glio. one of the reasons I like the Glio bet is, it's plus odds too. Yeah. Right. So you
0: you don't see plus odds in baseball on a regular basis because tip, or for the money line at least, like even so Athletics versus Rangers, uh, uh, Oakland is minus 130. Right, yeah. the Rangers suck. Uh, White Sox versus Pirates. It's it's actually minus one seventy two for the White Sox on ESPN right now. I'm
1: fucking sure the Pirates I mean, are do- they're are really awful. bad, yeah. And the Sox are good.
0: Mm, they're not as good as they should be, to be honest. Like I, I they're performing really well, but they they've experienced some luck as well. I think uh, I like Giolito over seven and a half. I, I uh, it's seven and a half, so it's 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 eight. You're, yeah. you're guessing eight.
1: Yeah, and that's how if the pirates just go with their average.
0: That, that's their average for the whole game, though. He averages six and a half innings a game. Yeah, 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 true. But
1: and eleven over eleven strikeouts per nine. Yeah,
0: uh, he just struck out seven on against Tampa Bay, and he struck out nine each against Detroit in back-to-back starts. So he he started against these guys twice in six in six days and struck nine out both times. Yeah, pretty sure that the fucking pirates anemic. <laughs> situation is going to get worse.
1: Yeah, he he's fucking dealing right now. Yeah,
0: he's look, he looks really good actually. His uh <clears throat> uh last uh uh or in June rather. 3 starts. Uh 19 innings pitched. Not bad. 25k. So yeah, he's he's way ahead of his uh uh he's he's way ahead of his fucking pace for strikeouts. Yep. Yeah. That looks good. I like but, that bet.
1: By the way, I actually really like The White Sox as a future bet to win the World Series. Uh, It's plus eight hundred, and Gialito and Radone is a pretty fucking good top of the rotation.
0: It's not bad. I mean, look,
1: Radone's on fire. People
0: just don't know who these guys are because they're not household names, but they're performing. I mean, the White Sox are forty three and twenty nine right now.
1: Yeah, forty three and twenty nine. And by the way, they started off like shit. Yeah. So I mean, they've had
0: a bunch of injuries, and they're actually they're in the market right now. I think they might be getting Trevor Story to play second base. Which isn't what it would be in Colorado, obviously, or what it would have been a couple years ago. But I think he needs to change the scenery. And he can, I mean, as a second baseman, that's probably where he belongs anyways. Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of stuff going on. Trades. Potential trades. Anyways, yeah, I like this bet. Like it a lot. Uh, They're the second best or the third best team in baseball right now. The Sox. Yeah. Yeah. They're tied with the Dodgers and... Oh, no, I'm sorry. The Dodgers and Astros are tied. And then the Sox and Red Sox are tied. I mean, unbelievable. The Red Sox are 43-29. and 29, Yeah,
1: that's, it's fucking incredible.
0: Anyways, yeah, I like that bet too. And then the last one is this one I don't understand. Because as good as San Diego is, it's not like they don't fucking strike out.
1: They strike out pretty middle of the pack uh, in, the, in well, the majors.
0: Middle of the pack is going to be... Or I'm right. sorry,
1: they're top five. They're, they're a top five non-strikeout team. They're 8.35 a game. Uh, however.
0: That's still 8.35 a game. Yeah. Um, although they have hit, I mean, we're talking about Clayton Kershaw here. They have hit him pretty well. I mean, Tatis has tuned him up a little bit um, over the last, what, two months, I think.
1: So they've hit him well, but the reason they've hit him well is because they swing out of their fucking shoes against him.
0: Yeah, I mean, look, he's that, that uh, low and end slider to right-handers, and they're, look, let's be real, they're fucking dominant hitters or right-handed hitters. Yeah, It's two guys. It's fucking Machado and it's Tatis Jr. Um, Hosmer probably doesn't hit too well against, I mean, he probably hits better than other lefties, but I doubt he hits well, because he stays in the ball pretty well. Yeah. Um, but I'm just looking at the last three starts, for Kershaw. Nine strikeouts, nine strikeouts, nine strikeouts, all in six innings. Against Atlanta, who's got a good offense. Philly, who's got a decent offense. Texas, who has no offense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's pitched uh let's see. Where are these games against San Diego? I know he pitched. Early ones. in the year, he's yeah. got
1: two back to back. Yeah, back to
0: back games. He only he, the first one he fucking struck out eight. In six innings, no runs. Second one, he got he gave up two home runs, but he fucking only gave he only he still struck out seven people.
1: Two home runs to Tatis. They were there was that was Tatis's fucking. Yeah, he fucking insane. crushed both
0: of them too. Yeah, but that's the day Tatis came back from injury too. Yeah. Uh no, it that was, was Trevor. Batt was a second day because he had.
1: Yeah, that was just the weekend we yeah. were all nutting over yeah, yeah, Tatis because yeah. he went fucking insane.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh, this is a good bet. I think you you should expect Kershaw to go um, six six and a half or six and a third, maybe seven innings, yep. maybe. I think he'll go into the seventh inning probably. At this point, in the dog days of the summer, you like to keep guys Lewis, If he's not having difficult innings early on, he's probably going to stay in. And if he pitches six innings, he's going to get six and a half strikeouts or more. That's just how it so. is. Like, it's, yep. it's not a matter of thinking. I'm looking at his strikeout totals for every game. Six is his lowest other than one game where he gave up four runs and got pulled in the first inning. Or I guess against the Angels, he had a, a weird game where they pulled him after the fifth, he didn't give up any runs, and then somehow the game ended. He pitched five innings and gave up no runs, and somehow the game ended 14-11. <laughs> uh-huh. So that one got a little out of hand. But for the most part, he's, he's had one, two, three games all season where he didn't have six or more strikeouts.
1: Yeah, so he's just got to beat six and a half.
0: Correct, yeah. This is, an, this is a no-brainer bet for me. And, and, and
1: the casino kind of agrees. My bookie kind of agrees. It's a minus 135 odds.
0: But so it's, I mean, yeah, minus 135 is basically a sure thing. As far as Vegas is concerned,
1: yeah. Like they think it's going to happen.
0: Yeah. So those are, I think those are good bets.
1: I have one other one that's more of a toss up, but I like the odds. Mm. Uh, Cleveland plus 175 tonight against the Cubs. Uh, Who's pitching for Cleveland? Uh, Morgan for Cleveland and Hendricks for the Cubs.
0: I like Hendricks.
1: I do too. I, so this is a toss. This is one where I'm like, hey, I like, I'd bet it because of the odds more so than. But I mean it's it is The Cubs
0: offense has been fucking dog shit lately though. Yeah. I mean I don't know, but I'm looking at Kyle Hendricks starts and the Cubs have not lost a game he started since May 9th. They've won uh seven starts for him in a row. There's Dominance as a pitcher, but you can only do so much unless you throw a complete game. Then there are these years where pitchers have dominant rate stats, but they never get run support, and their year yeah. sucks. When you see a confluence like this, this guy is a number one starter, but his ERA is fucking 413 right now. He's had some rough outings, yeah. but lately, since he's turned it around, he's been dominant, and he's getting run support. Not crazy run support, but enough. That's a good bet. I'm going with the Cubs in this one, 100%.
1: Okay. I like sprinkling the Indians just Mm. because – so they have a rookie going, and he's gotten fucked around. Whenever you have a pitcher that the other
0: team hasn't seen much, that's an advantage 100% of the time. Yeah. It's always an advantage. You rarely see – like if a guy is a legit prospect, you don't see him come up and get – fucking tuned up the first time he sees a team because they don't know what to look for. You don't have tape on that. Like Tukitu Saint for the Braves came up yeah. and was lighting people up in the second time around. It was like, Bing! Yeah, it was a fucking field done. day. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah, it's, that's a good bet.
1: I could see, just see it being like, a, well, it's baseball. They, they lost what you know, like yeah. it's just, just a weird day if you, and if you want to take these other bets and maybe like toss that on the end of like a parlay just to get your odds jacked up or mm-hmm. something. I think that's a decent one. If you want to just kind of skyrocket it, uh, it's a, it is a coin toss, so I really, it's, it's, it's risky, but I just like the odds.
0: I just want people to bet against me in baseball. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things, because I very rarely am wrong about this. But, you know, shit happens sometimes. never,
1: never fucking
0: know. All right, well, we're going to go, uh, we're going to do another show. We have an interview in about 10 minutes on the main Drinker Bros channel, so come over there and tune in. What are you saying, fake Dan? Uh, we'll talk offline. Okay, yeah. we're gonna talk offline. Apparently, there's some weird shit going on. I think Dan uh, shit himself. Yeah. Well, um, uh, actually. Uh, is he dipped up?
1: No, it turns out that uh, Byron Yawn has been doing relationship counseling for him and his girlfriend.
0: Oh, shit. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So she's just getting stuffed up by this pastor. She's getting beefed. Yeah.
0: That's horrible. Family Guy's only using beefed now as a verb to describe sex <laughs> for like the last two or three seasons. And uh, like, uh, Stewie was talking shit to Brian, and he was like, He goes, sorry, I'm tired. I was up late beefing your mom. And uh, Brian's like, my mom's dead. He goes, yeah, because I beefed her to death. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, love it. All right, we're going to get out of here.